The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book, that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Good morning, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Our daily meeting today is Wonderful Wednesday, okay? Wonderful Wednesday. We got some things going on, things going on, announcements I'm going to share with you. Um, The announcement's going to share with you. First of all, we want to say happy birthday to Prophet Jerry, okay? Happy birthday to Prophet Jerry. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, all right, and um, we'll, Prophet Jerry, we're gonna get your birthday song to you, okay? Before before we leave out, <laughs> we'll have your birthday, okay? Two 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 legends, okay? Thank, thank, 
Thank you. You're very welcome. Two legends, Prophet Jane, and today is Grandma's birthday. She made 102. Okay, so. Oh. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! One hundred two. One hundred two. And Jerry too. Hallelujah! Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so, two. One hundred two. Yes, yes, yes. We are grateful. We're grateful. My God sister and I was telling Prophet Jerry. My God sister and I was messing with her last night <clears throat> at midnight. She was still up. We say, Grandma. Well, we're gonna take you to the club. You go to the club when it's for your birthday. She just wanted us to stop talking. So she said, uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> take a leg. <laughs> so yes, so happy birthday to the two of you all. So hope you have a wonderful day. Uh Prophet Jay got some vegan red velvet cake. Please let me know how that tastes, okay? All right. Uh, we've got some uh major announcements going on. One is <clears throat> Antonio is doing a full moon event. So a full moon ritual is a time to get quiet, reflect, and celebrate. Working with moon energy is a great way to develop or strengthen your journaling practice as, <clears throat> excuse me, as you uh, can engage in moon rituals every two weeks or every month on the full moon. Uh. Now, full, full moon ceremonies um, offer us uh, a sacred opportunity to check in with ourselves and examine our interior world to cultivate clarity on the path we'd like to forge forward. Now, this full moon is also known as the hunter's moon. The hunter's moon is the first full moon after the harvest moon, um, which was in September this year, uh, and in turn is the closest full moon to the autumn equinox. And the hunter's moon is also the ideal time for harvesting those final crops. Then, once your fruit and vegetables are ready for storage, you should fertilize uh, and mulch the soil in preparation for next year. Uh, essential, this is the last time the land will yield fruit. So are you ready for the cold and harsh winter? Now, just like the moon, expect to go big this month. Okay, remember September 3rd is covered. Expect to reap all that is needed to survive the winter in your life. This is the perfect energy to embody in early October as we approach the winter solstice. This is what you can expect during the full moon ritual. Guided meditation, soul-connecting journaling, healing discussion circle, and cleansing breathwork. And what you'll need is a notebook or a notebook or paper or a digital journal, if that's what you use, and a pen or pencil. Things that are optional are sage, incense, and candles. And also... Make sure you're in a quiet, tidy space in which you can relax and connect with yourself. And this full moon event is only $72, $72, ladies and gentlemen. So if you are wanting to participate in this full moon event, $72, you can send that to the uh, Antonio's Cash app. And I'll put that in the chat. <clears throat> There's no R at the end. <laughs> so, uh, Deanna, Ms. Dean, go, go ahead. If you want to text message for me real quick. Say it again. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Also, if you are questioning if you should consider this full moon event, I'm going to put some Bible verses. Check out these. Check out this link. 
Bible verses about the moon, okay? So check out those Bible verses about the moon because in the Bible, this is how they navigated. This is how they did, you know, uh, planted, uh, how they traveled uh, because of the moon. So <clears throat> wanted to put that in there for you. And then I also put Antonio's Cash App in the chat. It's only $72, dollar sign, V-A-T-S-J, no R, okay? So don't put the R. When you, as soon as you type in the J, you'll see a picture of him wearing a black cap that's the, that has keen in gold letters on the, on the cap. So you can go ahead and get that going and then let us know. Um, when is it due? Uh, Deanna, do you know? Uh, let me know if you know. <laughs> I will uh, I will get that answer to you all uh, shortly. I will I'll verify and let okay. everyone know the the final day. Okay. Um yeah. Okay. All right. That was, okay. I was gonna say I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Prophet Jay, you had it you had something? I see your hands up. It's Renee, because I'm getting them ready. Um <laughs> hi. I got a question. Um, I wanted to pose a question out for everyone. Is there anyone that's in the ATS family, an editor? I had put something in Discord and I don't know if anyone saw it, but I just wanted to see, um, is there anyone that is an editor, uh, part of our ATS fam? Um, I wanted to ask, and if somebody is, I'll put my number in the chat. So we, um, yeah. So we can, cause I need to, I need an editor. I want to kind of keep it in house. So okay. um, yeah, yes. I'll put my name and my number in the chat and somebody knows one that I may not know, please feel free to let me know. All right, all right. If there, or you have a video, you got some video or audio you're trying to edit, Renee? No, I'm, I'm gonna, I need to edit, I need a book editor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need a book editor. Okay. Oh, so, yes. So please, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, now. So if there's anyone in the ATS family, she wants to keep it in, in the family. Get with um, Renee, yes. get with Arshia. Okay. Ah, yes. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, get with Arshia. Um, she's, she's. Yeah, get with Arshia. It's okay. actually part of her micro business, if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah, transcribing business. Yes. Okay. She says, um, she let me know earlier. She is um charging her headphones are on low, so she's charging, so she may not be able to hear much. But yeah. Okay. 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 All right. All right. I put my name and number in the chat, but child, thanks. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. I'll, I'll text it. I'll text it to her for you. All right. Group economics. Group economics. All right. Now, we have another announcement. Let me get this together here. All right. Oh, before Go ahead. you do that. Okay. For those of you who think moon ceremonies or things like that are pagan or they don't affect you or you have nothing to do with those or you're just kind of like, eh. Now, the ones that are like, eh, Either way, it don't faze me. I understand that. I'm the same way. But for those of you who have really strong opinions against 
think of it this way. The Grace posted the link, but think of it this way. Everything that took place from the farming to anything like that, they didn't do it how we think it's done today. They did it based on the moonlight. The sailors navigated based on the stars and the moon. Farmers farmed based on the stars and the moon. But scientifically, the moon has such a strong pull on you. But if you pay attention, right before a full moon, it's low tide. Like, right before, in like a week before a full moon hits, it's high tide. So if the moon has that much power over the earth and the way the water flows, imagine what it's doing to your body. Imagine, imagine, and if they, if, just think, just think about it. Just think about it. And, uh, it, and I'm not, I'm not saying you have to be for I have to be again. I'm just saying if it's something that you never thought about, just try it out. It doesn't hurt to just try it. It doesn't hurt to just try it. Also, um, Mr. Bill and Miss Susan are safe. They are safe. I don't know if they're on the call, but they are safe. They were doing a... Are they on the call, Grace? No, ma'am. Okay. They are safe. They were doing a lot. They decided to relocate for the hurricane. So they're not even in the state of Florida. But still send them positive vibes and positive energy because even though they're not there, their life is still there. Their friends are still there. So... They, they are safe, but they are, you know, they, they are concerned about their friends. So please continue to reach out to Phyllis and check on them. Uh, they took a long trip, a really long trip. <laughs> so but keep reaching out to them. Take care. Uh, reach out to them. Check on them. Make sure they're okay. If you have questions about the moon ceremony before you decide, well, before I do this, let me ask some questions. Text me, call me, email me. Uh, text, if, if it's fast, if it's easier for you to get to Grace, text, call, email Grace, and then and then ask her to have me call you. Because Grace, today is Grammy's 102nd birthday, okay? So we're going to let her enjoy her grandmother. 102nd cycle around around the, the this on this planet. So <laughs> you can call, text, or email me. Call, text, or email Grace and ha- and ask her to have me to reach out to you. I will reach out to you today. If you have questions, like even if it's just a curiosity question or you're you have concerns or anything, just call me and we'll talk it through. All right, Grace, the floor is yours. All right. Thank you, Ms. DeVarie. All right. Safe travels, ma'am. Okay. So our second announcement, I'm going to share my screen. Hold on. Is this. Okay. Wanderers and prisoners. Wanderers and prisoners. New podcast. Okay. A podcast for prisoners, wanderers, and theologians. Okay. So it says Antonio T. Smith Jr., Master of Arts and Theological Studies, teaches master's level theology to his assembly of wanderers and inmates from the CT Tarot Unit. Okay. So in this podcast, you'll hear from actual inmates and their questions. 
and from preachers and teachers. So consider this podcast seminary for wanderers and prisoners. And this first, uh, this this is the first episode uh, entitled "I Am Trying Not to Kill Myself." So come on and take a listen. This is a free call from Antonio. An inmate at Terrell Unit. This call is being recorded and is subject to monitoring. To accept this free call, press 1. What you listen to is the work that I've decided to do with my dad, Antonio Sr. And sometimes you'll hear me as called Tony because we're trying to differentiate the two of us and the family. They call my dad, Anthony, they call me Tony. But nevertheless, these are real prisoners in CT Terror Unit in Rocheron, Texas. Plus, on my side of things, there are the Assembly of Wonders. So both of our ministries, my dad ministry and then my government. I'm no longer I'm a pastor of a church. I passed it 11 years. Now I created a government. And so I don't have to have a separation between church and state because I want to do, I want to reach the inmates. It's it's a different things I want to do. So forget me talking, real people, real theology, real questions, real pain. This is possibly one of the greatest things I've ever been a part of because. Okay. Uh, Dean Marie. Wow. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. This will get out of the way. Oh, there we go. All right, here we go. This is a free call from Antonio. An inmate at Terrell Unit. This call is being recorded and is subject to monitoring. To accept this free call, press what you listen to is the work that I've decided to do with my dad, Antonio Sr. And sometimes you'll hear me as called Tony because we're trying to differentiate the two of us and the family. They call my dad, Anthony, they call me Tony. But nevertheless, these are real prisoners in CT Terror Unit in Rocheron, Texas. Plus, on my side of things, there are the Assembly of Wanderers. So both of our ministries, my dad ministry, and then my government. I'm no longer I'm a pastor of a church. I passed it 11 years. Now I created a government. And so I don't have to have a separation between church and state because I want to do, I want to reach the inmates. It's the different things I want to do. So forget me talking. Real people, real theology, real questions, real pain. This is possibly one of the
What happened? I was wondering if I was the only one who can hear. Yeah, because I don't hear any. I don't hear any more. You all don't. You didn't no. hear any. Okay. Okay, I paused it because I heard somebody say what happened. I was still hearing it. Okay, so. Oh, but I wasn't. We okay. were. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. We could not hear. Gotcha. Okay, I'll go back. Very well. Let me know if you can hear now. Once he yes, we're here. Himself, then okay. He's going to be yeah. recorded. It's not going to be an uh, interactive conversation. I'm here. You can go ahead and ask your question. Okay. Like, I've been, like, I've been praying for a certain thing, and my name's Michael Shane Tinsley, my full name. And uh, I've been praying for a certain thing to make parole, and I have a good feeling about me making it. I had good, you know, a good feeling in my heart. But when it didn't happen, now I feel like just giving up on everything, you know, like life just in particular. Has anyone ever felt like that? Okay, I'll definitely answer that on the podcast for sure. That was deep. Talk to your dad. Oh no, I, I no, I, I was saying that I would definitely answer that on the podcast for sure for you. That 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 was a real good question. Okay, I yeah. appreciate that. No doubt, no doubt. 
I sure will. I sure will. I just, I got you recorded and I'm writing down. I will add you to the, I'll be praying for you in about an hour and tonight as well. I appreciate that. I, I, I don't know. I just want to give up. You know, it's, it's hard to, you know, have things going on in here as well. Yeah, that's and, fair. Uh, it's just, it's just hard when you don't see anything at the, the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Yeah. No, that, that's absolutely fair. Let me say this before, uh, Tell my dad to keep you on real quick, and okay. let, let me just say this to you real quick because I, I, I don't want you to go without having to wait for you for the, part of the answer. There's two yeah. things that are missing because I, I can feel your energy. I can definitely feel your pain. There's two things that yeah. are missing from your current understanding. Thing number one is whenever you don't know what you want, God will create painful situations for you to put you into knowing what you want. So my first question to you is, you say that was Michael, right? Mike? Yes, sir. Got you. My first question to you is, do you know what you want? Like your purpose, your dream, like that thing, like in your, cause if you know what you want, you're not waiting to get outside. You're not waiting to get out of prison to do it. You're going to be doing it right now. So do you know what that thing is for you? To help others. Like, you know, like, I want to go, what I want to do is I want to get out and help the youngsters that are going down the wrong path. Good, good. So here's how this works. Since you know what you want, and I believe that, and I I heard your, your, your voice light up when you said it, then I want you to remember this for the rest of your life. Anytime you know what you want and you get what is called resistance, because that's what hurt you. You were ready for it to happen and it didn't happen. That is not something you're supposed to pay attention to. It is something that's supposed to be there to guide you. And I'll give you a good example here. When you think about going down the highway 70 miles per hour, you pass up a thousand trees. Those trees are completely insignificant to you. However, they are saving your life. They are creating oxygen for you. They're, they're home. Those thousand trees are home to 10,000 insects and birds and bugs. Those trees have such significant energy that they're helping keep that part of Texas, so to speak, tropical enough for tornadoes, thunderstorms, and hurricanes. So these trees have so much energy. They're older than you. Those trees been around thousands of years. Like, can you respect the fact that these trees have a lot of energy? Yeah. But here's the deal. You pass by them because all the energy in your life is not supposed to be respected. It's just supposed to be energy in your life. And that's what I want you to do. Since now that you know that what I want is to help youngsters, then, brother, I'm telling you, the next time something bad happens to you, you need to treat it like that tree that you're not even paying attention to. And I'm going to tell you what is in the Bible. There's a story about this. This is what happens in the Bible. They force Moses. They force Moses to make bitter water sweet. But the very next verse says they then pass up 12 palms and 70 springs. The issue with that is that the very next verse, the issue with that is you're forcing God to make bitter things sweet. So yeah, God did it. That don't mean you, you still got bubble guts that came along with it. it. It was still you, but had you just kept 
the positive attitude, you would have walked to your oasis in the middle of a desert. So you're not just being tested. You didn't know what you were supposed to be seeing. So since you know what you want, the next time you get disappointed, your job is to stay faithful to knowing what you want. And I promise you, God will make a glorious way for you right after. Now, I'm going to answer this in more detail. And this is actually going to be on the podcast, me talking. But I felt your pain and there's no way in hell I was going to let you walk away. Not getting that. Everything in your life is important, but you ain't supposed to pay attention to everything in your life, man. You're just not. Yeah. Some stuff is like trees driving down the highway. They are important, but they have nothing to do with your destination. What happened to you has nothing to do with your destination. Stop making it so important because it's hurting you because you've made it so important. You've made the disappointment more important than the youngsters you're divinely called to help. You feel me? Yeah, see, what, I have to believe too that I wasn't ready because uh, a certain thing I was doing, I was like, I was doing something bad that I, I'm, not, I'm in here for, for selling drugs. Well, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And uh, I was doing something that I shouldn't have been doing, you know, and... I, I believe that had something to do with it, you know? Right, well. right. And, and, and it's going to be a great story when you wind up telling one of those guys that, you know, that, that you can see yourself in and you know they're doing something, right? It's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. And I know you know this, but hopefully God is using my throat to remind you that don't pay attention to everything happening to you. That's not the, That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be making everything happening to you a footstool, but it's not to be, it's not supposed to be so important that it stops you in your present. That's not how God wants you to live. Not at all. So now, say, like I told your dad, you know, there's some days when I just sit in my cubicle and I think, you know, why don't, why don't, I, why don't I just end it, you know? And yeah. I don't want it. I don't want to do that, but it's hard for me sometimes, you know? No, and that's, that's fair. And... That's everything you're saying is fair. And here's the deal. I don't even want you to hide from that. I don't want you to be tough. I don't want you to be tough. I want you to receive those emotions because here's how trauma works. If you don't have if you don't talk to my dad, if you don't talk to somebody about it, you're going to you are going to kill yourself because you have to get that out of you. So it stops being a traumatic event. So I want you to deal with that. I, I got you. I completely understand what you're saying. Here's the deal. You're going to be having a good time. And those intrusive thoughts, is just gonna, they're just going to break, break in your brain. And you're going to think about all the bad things out of nowhere because your trauma brain doesn't respect your peace. You, you got two brains going on. You got your brain. And then you have a brain that's been through trauma. And that trauma brain does not care anything about you. It only cares to be in more trauma. So when that happens, just respect is happening. Just respect that you're not being weak when you want to kill yourself. And just respect that God is using your mistakes to bless the rest of your life. And if you don't believe that, then you don't believe in God, right? Because God's plans can include your mistakes. And I promise you, Mike, as God is my witness with everything. I want to be like your dad. Your dad, I mean, he's just very positive, very, there you like go. I asked him earlier, he's very, I said, how can you be so happy 
said, you got to set off. He said, man, I'm joyful. I'm just, you know, he smiles. He's happy. That's what I want to be, you know. Wow. Amen. I love it. No, I love it. I love it. So I definitely, we're going to continue to answer this for sure, but I didn't want to send you back without this. You feel okay. me? You feel me? Yes, Do me sir. a favor. Put, put my dad on real quick, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have him put the other guy on as well. Put him on real okay. quick. Okay. All right, Mike. Pleasure, man. Hello? Hey, Dad. I did that on purpose. That wasn't him. I did that. Say that again? I, I did that on purpose. I, it wasn't him. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you did. Yeah. And uh, Bob didn't want to speak back to you. I, so I, you I, I, I said, I said the same thing. I, that's why I told him to put you back on so I get back to Bob Bill. So you can put him on right now. Okay. 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 They have to come in here and count shortly. As soon as they leave out of count, I'm going to call back and <coughs> put him back on the phone. Did you, do you need to talk to Mike again? No. Well, I'm going to let you talk to Mike, but definitely bring back that other guy because I want him. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, me, me. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mike has talked pretty much most of what he told you he's already shared with me. So we talk, we're going to be talking from here on in. Well, when you listen to the podcast, I said some stuff to him I haven't said to you before. So for definitely, I said some stuff to him I haven't because he pulled he pulled, you know how Jesus say, uh, somebody touched my garment yes, differently. Yes. He pulled differently. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you I didn't I didn't want him. No, go, go ahead. You heard his emotions, didn't you? I did. And I didn't want him to go back with that. Exactly. And, 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 exactly. and protocol, yeah, exactly. what, what we're trying to do, that, that protocol was irrelevant for this situation. Irrelevant. Yes. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I'm convinced that there's going to be more in the acting because these opportunities like this, these guys are going to pull out their hearts. And you know because, what? And we should we should let that happen. Plus, because I'm going to answer them quickly and I'm going to answer them as much as I can. And I'm going to answer them even more in the podcast. So Mike knows he's going to have a deeper answer or more answer on the podcast, too. So I'm going to do both and. I'm definitely going to do okay. both hands. Absolutely. Okay. And, and then we're going to give you a time to talk to as well. Amen. And the great thing about Mike, I, uh, I, I, God had him on my spirit all weekend long because I feel to, when I was invited to other guys, I was thinking, who? And I missed Mike. And from Sunday on, I was thinking about Mike. And he come to the table and sit with me. And I said, good, because God had you on my spirit all weekend long. He shared with me, most of the stuff he shared with you was set off and all the other things. So that's great. Okay, well let me let me say this, let me say this real quick, Dad, because he said he want to be like you, and I'm still recording. I'm I'm not only am I recording what me and you talk about, but I'm recording everything. So this is going to be on the podcast. So I'm going to ask you okay. a question for the audience that'll be listening October first and stuff like that. How okay. long have you been locked up? I've been locked up uh, close to twenty one and a half to twenty two calendar years. So I wanted to when I so I, I did that because I wanted I wanted when he said he wants to stay positive like you, I wanted the audience to know you've been in there almost twenty two years, and people are trying to be like you, be positive. You, you, you get it? Yeah, there's something that needs to be said about that. 
I know the count's about to happen. So I guess if you want to free talk us out, whatever is on the Lord's heart for you, whatever, whatever's on your heart, uh, you, you got it. Well, as I would say, concerning Mike, uh, God had him on my heart all weekend long because when I invited the other fellas to the fellowship that I had on Saturday, uh, being uh, new to the dorm, I, I was not sure who to invite or who all to invite, and I actually overlooked him. And Sunday, God put him in my vision. And I looked, in, uh, and all day uh, Monday, I looked for him, and I didn't realize he had his set off, and, and he was just in his cubicle, depressed, not not moving around. But praise God, today when I come down uh, to the day room to do my studies, he come and asked me, he said, uh, Mr. Smith, can I, can I talk to you? I don't want to interrupt you. I said, man, you know you never get in enough to me. So I said the thing to the side. We talked for a long time, and, and I thanked him that he was willing to express the things he expressed to me and let his emotion and his tears flow, because the world knows uh, many supposedly don't cry, but especially in the penitentiary, you just don't let such raw emotions come forward, you know, for any reason. So far. Uh, him to trust me and to allow God to to give him a place to vent so he can give him healing in that area is most most grateful I'm most grateful to be one that God would use in such a way but I'm even more thankful for him that God has allowed him to let these things go because he told me many times he's been sitting over there with suicidal intent, which I did not know, and most people don't know. So I'm glad God revealed that as well, because now I can come alongside of him even more to assure him whatever he's going through. He doesn't have to go through it alone, because whether I'm there or not, God is always there. Amen to that. Amen to that. Amen. What, what was that first guy named Mar Marble? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. He, 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 he will be back there. I tell you what. Uh, no, when, when you call time. back, we we call. We gonna do the same thing. He just gonna be up. He just gonna be episode two. You feel me? You good? You good? Uh, okay. And, 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 and there are two other guys that 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 are. Um, already consented to speak with you and, and, and come to a question. So uh, they, 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 are, they are doing an introspection now, I, I would say, you know, uh, looking into their own self to see exactly what they want to do. But thank God for this, for such an opportunity because we need each other in here. Mm. But when, when these men really understand and know and find out that there's someone on the outside that generally cares and generally wants to know and understand, they open up even all the more because many of us feel and believe that people just don't care about us anymore. Mm. People don't think about us anymore. Out of sight is out of mind. And when they do think about us, it's in all negative ways. So when they have someone who is genuinely con 
how they're feeling their well-being and let them know that that there is genuine uh, concern and understanding for them. They open up all the more. Uh, I, I I sit to those to the side as Mike was speaking to you, and I see the raw emotions that he showed me. And why he was speaking to you, and gently uh, embraced him, and then would sit back down. But that's the point uh, that I want to make it, and 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 the world needs to understand. Many of us come in this place, and we receive the correction that is designed to give. I know we have many of of us going out and coming back in that gives the world the wrong signal about what's really going on in here. I tell you, for those of us who are truly in line and in spirit and seeking God, that is transformation going on. That is transformation going on. And that is what is being missed because the only thing that that, that the, the society and the local media are proclaiming and, and propagating is the recidivism of men coming back. So thank you. Yes, sir. And, and thank anyone who hears this message and, and is moved with compassion as the Lord was moved with compassion to have an open heart and an open understanding and reconcile with even those that they might have in their family or in their circle that they that once may have been incarcerated or still is. Because the sad fact of the matter is, many who gets out does not get a full embracement or a full chance or a full opportunity to be re-grafted back into that intimacy and that love and that unity of a lost loved one or a lost family member because it's always that you know, I just don't know. So, we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. wow. That was awesome. 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 Fantastic. Yes, yes. Awesome. All right, all right. Uh, Deanna, did you have anything? Yes, yes. I. Thank you all for unmuting and, and um, I'm about to, I am on the phone so I can't see anybody. So I'm this, I'm about to make this interactive. So when I, if y'all can unmute and respond, I would absolutely love that. There is so much, the first 23 minutes of this episode that affects all of us. But the first thing I want to point out is everybody who has a podcast, the authenticity that you bring to yourself will be the authenticity that comes out on your podcast. So all of you who have podcasts as many businesses, for those to be pros, for those to as effective as you desire them to be, you're going to have to be authentic. These men are pouring out 
themselves. They're not sugarcoating anything. They're not holding back anything. They are giving all of themselves. So for each and every one of you who have a podcast, do that very thing. That very thing. Because your podcast is going to save somebody's life. You may not see it. They never know whose lives you change. But you're changing lives. For those of you who have podcasts, if you can unmute your mic and just say me. Me. I have a podcast. Me. I, I couldn't catch all of what you were saying. Me. Me. Me too. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to fall a challenge. Because the people, the inmates at CC Terrell and all of the units in any prison system in any city in any state, they are just like you. They are broken just like you. They have suffered trauma just like you. The only difference between them and us is the mistakes that they made. They got external judgment for it while dealing with their own internal judgment for it. We deal with our own internal judgment out of fear of the external judgment. go at your podcast like your life depends on it. Because somebody, somebody's life depends on it. Deanna, can I apologize. say something? Please do. Please do. Um, you know, the Lord pressed on my heart several months ago and it said, he said, how many people are hurting because you don't want to display your gifts? You don't want to uh, use your talents. There are people that are hurting because we're not, we, we are scared. We're operating in fear instead of faith. And, and so we have to deploy that. We have to get it out there. We have not to be afraid of that podcast, of that book that we need to write, whatever we need to do. We need to, uh, God, there's people hurting and they are needing to hear what God has placed on the inside of us. Um, the second thing that I wanted to say, you know, I've been involved in prison ministry for 26 years. So um, that I think that speaks for itself uh, and uh, volunteer chaplain assistant and um, going in on a weekly basis. But I was saying that I, uh, in the unit that I go into and I'm the chaplain, assistant chaplain, um, they're, they're installing internet inside yes. the dorms and yes, they, they will be able they, huh? Oh no, I was saying and they're getting their own iPad. Yes, they will be getting their, yes, they're going to be getting tablets and they'll be able to listen to podcasts and things of that nature. And so um, this is, the timing is perfect for this. I was thinking about, you know, how to get into it, 
I do have, uh, I know some chaplains um, that run units. And so um, I'm going to be tapping into some of my resources to make sure that our podcast that, you know, ministers to the men and women um, get on their access list. Amen. So I'll, I'll be doing that. Well, that is Thanks awesome. for letting me share. Thank you for sharing. Thank you very much for sharing. And I want everyone to know, please know that Mr. Antonio has requested a list from us, a podcast that he should listen to. And guess what recommendations I'm going to send him? Every last one of your podcasts. Because every last one of those inmates are are in a position now. God has positioned them to where they will sit and listen because they are just like us. They are broken just like us. They are traumatized just like us. They go through situations just like us. Their response to their situations are their response to their situations got them in there. Our response to our situations have us not only hurting ourselves, but hurting the people around us. So your podcasts are not, your podcasts are more important than you think they are. So don't operate out of fear. Operate, just like you said, operate in your gift. Operate in your mission. Be about your father's business and not about your fear. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm never going to say something that I haven't been through, going through, or worked through, or walking through at this moment. When you operate out of your fears, you end up in situations where you are a prisoner. Each one of us are prisoners in our, in our own way. We just don't have a cubicle that we have to go to every day. We don't have to worry about somebody coming in and counting and making sure we're all there. We don't have to worry about if someone's going to visit us. We don't have to worry about if someone's going to call us or write us. We don't have, that's not our prison. But our prisons, our prisons are our thoughts. Our prisons are our fears. So the first thing that I wanted to express before we moved into anything else was, if you have a podcast, there's a reason. If it has been put on your heart to do something, there is a reason. Because it is needed. You are needed. Jerome, you are needed. Antoine, you are needed. Josephus, you are needed. Amanda, you are needed. Dr. Trask, you are needed. Ms. Sandra, you are needed. Ms. Adrian, you are needed. So do your podcast un, uninhibited. Do your podcast with, with or without makeup. Do your podcast. Do it. Because it's going to change a life. Now my next question is, how many of you have dealt with the same situation that the gentleman Michael, or I think his name was, well, Mr. Mr. Antonio called Flacco. Who, who are dealing with, who are, who out of all y'all is dealing with the same situation that he's dealing with? 
Now, you don't, you don't have to admit, yeah, I thought about, unless you want to, you don't have to admit, yeah, I thought about this, like, yeah, I thought about this, yeah, but you don't have to admit that. But if you are going through the same thing he is going through, that message was for you. All the above, Pinky. There you go. And I just want to tell you, um, whenever you get to a stopping point, Arshia has her hand up. I know you're driving, so you're over the phone and you can't see. Oh, go ahead. Arshia, go ahead. Leona, I can hear the passion in your voice. And this is confirmation because I had talked to Miss Shelly yesterday. A simple phone call just to ask her about her workbook. And she said, you know what she is? Because I asked her. I said, Miss Shelley, what is your vision? And she said, my vision? Whoa. And I said, Miss Shelley, if I don't know your vision, I don't know the weight. I don't know how to carry this workbook. And there's more things going to come out of this workbook than this workbook. I'm not going to get into detail what we talked about, but she shared some things with me. And, and like I said, me and Michelle, even though she's seasoned, she's more uh, experienced than I. But we have the same path when it comes to the, the trauma, the healthcare field where we was working in. So now that I know her vision, I know how to take her and pull some things out of her. And one of the things she talked about, the men in the prison and the the trauma and what they need. And I said, that's the same thing I'm going to do to my women as well. And then when I heard this podcast, it was confirmation because we have work to do. And it, the simple fact of you just participating, it will help pull some things out of you that you didn't even know that was in you. And when I spoke to, if she's willing to speak, she can. But when I spoke to Miss Shelley yesterday, God was in the room and she, you know, was allowing herself to come out and pull herself out. She said, I ain't never confessed this to nobody for you. I said, but guess what? God was waiting for me to come in your atmosphere to pull those things out of you. So now that you told me your vision, I'm not going to let you die and uh, sit on that vision no more because one of those, those visions are my babies. And I've been in health, uh, the health field. I've been in the room praying for the, the, the nurse practitioners, praying for the doctors that's supposed to be doctors, praying for the investigators that got a, a room in the, in the a patient room in the, in the hospital. I said, but that season was gone, but it took me, I said, it takes a, first, a special person to pull something out of you. And for me to go inside of there, I had to be spiritual. I had to pray over myself before going in those rooms because it was so many spirits going in and out with the substance abuse, with the, the kids and with the people with the, wanting to kill their husbands and wives and, and want to elope and run. It was so much. But I said, because God carried me while I was in there. So now that I know her vision, now that I heard this podcast, I have work to do. I'm inspired and I'm looking for um, putting out more. Um, podcast on my end, but I'm looking forward to helping the people. It's not even about the workbooks to me. It's about accomplishing your goal. So if she's free to talk, she can, but um, this is amazing because I have work to do. Amen. Thank you.
thank you for your transparency and thank you for thank you for your revelation because that's something look i was dealing with something this morning even y'all can y'all can ask grace i text i say this morning it's just not flowing wasn't that the morning wasn't flowing it's that i wasn't flowing you're not flowing you are out of your gift nothing all the as antonio said in the podcast all that other energy around you you paying attention to it not paying attention to what you're meant to do the opposite will always come so you guys are going to start your podcast you're going to start your mini business you're going to do all of that then guess what's going to happen something's going to hit you and it's going to be energy that you shouldn't even pay attention to but because your trauma brain, like you said, those, those, uh, Grace, I'm sorry, if you could take over for me, Grace, open it up, Antonio's actually, oh, he just hung up. Okay, what? Focus, focus on the energy that you don't need to focus on, you're, you're not going to be about your, your father's work. You're not going to be on your mission. It's going to throw you completely off. I am so inspired by all of you. So many levels. I've seen the things that y'all have gone through. I've heard some of the things that y'all have gone through before getting here, while being here, and you keep moving. Keep going forward for breaking yourself out of your prison, for walking into your freedom and your abundance and your prosperity. It is not easy, but y'all got it. Y'all got this. You already, it's already done. Already done. So I'm going to open up the floor to you guys and just, y'all free talk about your businesses, free talk about your podcast, free talk about what this podcast opened up for you. What revelations did you have? How are you moving forward? And, Find an accountability partner. Find somebody who, when you having those bad days, you can call and say, hey, it's just one of them days today. I need some help. Because that's what it's going to take. Mr. Antonio is that person inside. You are her plus, but he's always happy. And there's 21 and a half, as he said, calendar And we have been free for 21 and a half calendar years. We have more peace and joy and prosperity and is saving more lives than any of us. Because he is walking in his dreams, he's walking in his walking in his vision. I'm going to open it up to all of you. What can you now do after hearing that podcast? What can you now do to make sure that your micro business and your podcast, your business is period, thrive and change lives just like you envision? All right. Antoine has his hand up. Go ahead, Antoine. Oh, yes. I'm. I just wanted to share. So um, 
a lot of you all may not know, but we have a meeting that's called the boss meeting. And um, we, we were meeting at the same time that ATS was meeting. Um, but after seeing Antonio, meeting Antonio and hearing what he had going on, I brought my meeting over into this meeting but we still meet and we meet like 30 minutes before prior to this meeting. And um, we are reading a, the, a book called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by uh, Joseph Murphy. And it's, um, we were just talking about this this morning as Shelly put in the comments that, you know, we wanna make an impact. And I, I told our group um, I said, as we read this book, we want to implement the things that we read. We want to start changing because there's generations that we have to, we have to touch. We, we've been called to touch and it's not about us, uh, just us anymore. It's, and I was telling them that, you know, I have a vision to um, create a university in the metaverse where people can go into a room and they can get positive uh, affirmations and positive things spoken over their lives. And uh, we were talking about a room where if you're having a bad day, you can go into this room and you can, you can soak and, and, and meditate on, on the good things and, and hear good things spoken over your life. And so we were just talking about it. And I, I want to share something that I wrote last night. Let me pull it up real quick. And um, it's one of the declarations. And I want to start it off in the metaverse and, and get people coming into the room and saying things like this. It says, I create and attract millionaires and billionaires. They love my vision and are eager to be a part of it. I attract people who are willing to invest in me. They are willing to work with me and for me to bring it to pass. From today onward, my memory is improving in every way. I will always remember whatever I need to know at every moment of time and point of space. The impressions I receive will be clear and definite. I will retain them automatically and easily. Whatever I want to recall will immediately present itself in the correct form in my mind. I am improving rapidly every day. Very soon my memory will be better than it has ever been. I am a powerful anointed teacher and speaker and I move and flow in the Holy Ghost. My gifts of the spirit are growing and I flow naturally in them. When I speak, I command attention and I speak penetrating words. People are drawn to me who are willing to bless me for my gifts and talents and learn from me. I mentor and coach millions of people through my books, programs, masterminds, university, blockchain, technology, and etc. I'm invited to speak all over the world. 
I'm attracting to me daily those who are willing to assist me in obtaining my vision to create an ecosystem that will shift the mindsets of generations through blockchain technology, which will bring me billions of dollars. I walk in abundance and lack nothing. I am, I am in control of my life and environment. I own 100% of my time. I walk and live at a high energy level and I'm constantly increasing my energy. I attract success and I create success in everything I get involved. I walk and live in perfect harmony and health. I am wealthy in every area of my life. I attract mentors which will aid me in my advancement. I become more valuable each and every day because I am growing in the favor of the most high God. And that's my share. Amen. Amen. And I'm willing to share that with y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much. If y'all have ever read the witches, you can grow rich. That sounds like your, your, well, I call it the living in wealth state. Because you, you're, you're making the claim about your life and your wealth. So I call it a living wealth, the living in wealth state. But that was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank yes, you it very was. much. Mm -hmm. May I just piggyback on that? Please, go ahead, yeah. Michelle. Just really briefly. So um, as Antoine said, we did, we were having that discussion, this exact discussion prior to the call and adding to him mentioning, bringing it, um, the university into the metaverse as we were discussing the opportunities that would be um, allotted or available for the prisoners to be able to interact or speak. I think we were, I was speaking of post-incarcerated, but this just opened up a whole nother, to hear this podcast just really have just really touched me. But he what we were mentioning that it, in being in the metaverse, it would provide a level of confidentiality and in, in real life or real life podcasts, even though these gentlemen were open and honest, you know, um, transparent, a lot of men may not be as transparent. And we did mention the fact that not only what they've gone through to cause them to become incarcerated, but like they, um, I think that was Daddy Smith that mentioned the things that are also taking place behind the bars while they're incarcerated that they may not talk about when they may be released, come back home to their wives or their significant others or to the, the, the boys or their family, not able to adjust, holding that inside and not being able to talk about it because they were conditioned not to let anyone see you sweat. Men can't cry, you know, suck it up and move on. And it goes back to the trauma and recovery, the men suffering in silence being able to have that platform, such as the podcast that we heard, to be able to open up and share their story freely without any condemnation or judgment, it, it would be the healing that they would need 
and that mindset change to be able to start that mindset change to be able to move forward and to bring it into the metaverse, I feel would be an awesome platform to give them that security, that confidence where they're able to be more vulnerable and share. Amen. No, that's that's amazing. Thank you, Michelle. That that would be absolutely amazing, especially now that they're gonna have access to certain things via the internet because they're 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 gonna certain units have their own tablets and internet now. Of course they're gonna monitor them, but to be able to do that would save so many lives. And then while you were talking, Michelle, and after Anton uh, finished, that came to me like, what about these are grown men and there are women too that are incarcerated for so many years, but what about the kids? What about the kids, the, the young boys and girls who are incarcerated? These are men. Hey, Deanna. Yes, sir. Deanna? Speaking about the young ones that are incarcerated, um, I worked with them for seven years. Um, there you go. I had not planned to share what I'm about to share with you guys on this call. But as I listened to Antonio and his father, as I listened to Antoine, as I listened to Ashia, Ashia, you something else, girl, okay? <laughs> I knew. And listening to you, Deanna, I said, Jerome, you need to share with this group what happened to me yesterday. And I guess I want to preface it with this, because Deanna spoke on it about those of us who have podcasts. And what I want to say is you should pay attention to your surroundings because you will get, I believe, a plethora of topics and situations that will that will fit your podcast if you are just paying attention. And yesterday blew my socks off because I had a I was with you guys. I went to a meeting and talked to a young man, and I'm gonna bring some of that back to ATS. It's gonna be out of this world. Um, I came home, and my podcast is you know being Uncle Jerome and things of that and, and nature. And I'm talking to my niece on the phone and we were having this wonderful conversation and her daughter walks into the room and everything just went crazy. And I'm listening to her talk to her daughter and I'm listening to her daughter talk to her and I'm losing it, right? And um, she said, Uncle Joe, my God, I gotta go. I said, no problem. So we got off the phone, I go eat, she, I, she calls me back. And here, the two of them at it again. And I says, is she listening to me? She said, yeah, I'm dope. I said, she, 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 I said, give her the phone, give her the phone. And this girl was off the hook. She's smart, she's intelligent, top student, all this. And she was just poking her mother and poking her mother. And I, and I wanted to get, and I wanted a piece. And I said, I told her, I said, I gotta get off this phone. I gotta get off this phone. I could not go to sleep last night until I wrote a poem. And I gotta share this poem because it goes back with the man who was on the call with Antonio earlier. And it's called 
who's listening? And it says inspired by Sierra Red and her daughter, Corey. We call her Moo Moo, okay? And it goes like this. I got to share this with you guys. I hope that I'm very wrong and I don't get all up in my feelings. But someone who I care a lot about was out of control and not very appealing. This conversation went back and forth between a mother and her daughter. What I thought I heard more, when I thought I had heard more than enough, it kept going on even further. The daughter boldly made her feelings known without hesitation or even fear. And when her mother repeatedly told her to close her mouth, she treated her as a peer. Something was definitely wrong and the clear water was definitely muddy. The title mother had gone out the window and now the two of them were just buddies. And now my heart is breaking as they continued back and forth. In this battle to be right and listened to, true civility had headed north. I sorely wanted to jump in so that each party could take a pause. But even my feeble attempts were drowned out as each were fighting for their cause. I have to admit that my heart was breaking and then I had to get off the phone. I thought about all those years my niece had no father and had to make it on her own. She refuses to raise her children without a voice. They will receive the better and not the worse. She has witnessed good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. She's determined to break that generational curse. Her daughter did cross the line. It was disrespectful and even posed a danger. What mothers, what mother, what mothers pass on to your adulthood, you just can't get from any stranger. I hope her daughter calms down enough so that she can see the important thing that she is missing. Moms can really make you mad at times, but when others fail you, she seems to be the only one who's listening. The daughter this morning wrote her a text and apologized and blah, 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 blah. And she sent it to me, my, my niece did. And I said to her, you didn't get my poem last night, did you? And she said, no, Uncle Jerome, I didn't even check. I said, go read it. And she read it. And, and I said, it wasn't for you to get it last night. You and your daughter had to go through what you had to go through. And boom, boom, boom. And that's an episode for my podcast. And I went. So I wasn't going to share it because it was for the podcast. But this all ties in together in reference to paying attention so that we can be productive and so that we can make a difference. So that's what I wanted to share. <laughs> no, thank you for sharing. Awesome. Yes. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, thank that's you. Great. Yeah. Like you said, all ties in. Yes, Brenda. Yes, it all it all ties in. Thank you, Jerome, because it took me a while to get to this point. But everything that happens to you is not for you. It sucks because you got to go through it. <laughs> but Miss Janice, everything that happened to you, it wasn't for you. It was for it was for you 
to be able, we always say God never put more on us than we can bear. But do we actually believe it? Everything that we've gone through was because we could bear it so we could walk someone else through it with love. Because you can't help anybody if you hadn't walked a mile in their shoes. You can't help. You can sympathize with someone, but you can't empathize with anybody if you haven't gone through it. I was, um, I, I was, I clicked over to talk to Antonio. And this morning, he actually had to go to the Ellington Field Air Base down here for his mom. He and he left his he left the house at six thirty. That's early, y'all. I'm sorry, that's so early. <laughs> he left he left the house at six thirty because he needed to get something changed in his mother's record, and he was updating me every step of the way, and he ran into some trouble. He ran into people who didn't have sympathy, nor did they have empathy. They were just doing a job. Just to come across somebody who actually empathized with him because they have, they're going through the exact same thing with their 50, 55 year old mother. So the things that he, that no one else would let him do because somebody else was walking a mile in his shoes, they were able to understand what he was going through and help him get to a solution. Because of that gentleman, Everything worked out to a point where he could use his face. Antonio can use his face and his fingerprint to access whatever he needs to access for his mother. You can't, what you go through is not for you. It sucks to do it, but it's not for you. I sat there and I watched my mom take care of my grandmother while she was sick, while she had cancer, while she was losing weight, while she was barely eating to a point where she needed a feeding tube. So I can sit here and be here for grace while she takes care of her grandmother, while she watches her grandmother, while she feeds her grandmother. And I can sympathize with her having to watch this process. I can't sympathize with the time she's had with her grandmother, but I am grateful for the time that she's had with her grandmother because my grandmother passed away at 53. Grace has had twice that time with hers. So I can sympathize with what she's going through. I can call her and joke with her because I know sometimes you just need a laugh. Sometimes you just need somebody to sit on the phone and BS with you just to, to take your mind off of it just for a second. Miss Janice, you've been through some things that nobody else can possibly even dream about going through. But the one thing those inmates have proven to us is that nobody is alone. Everybody is suffering. But everybody thinks they're alone. So Ms. Janice, what you went through, it wasn't for you. It was for all of those beautiful, wonderful preacher's kids, deacon's kids, any kid that has grown up with their parent being a lay leader in a church that had to go through the judgment 
or going through the judgment, had to deal with watching their parents be one way with the congregation and another way at home, had to deal with, I don't know how to talk to my parents because they're the preacher or they're the deacon or they're the pastor. I don't know how to talk to them and I can't go to another adult in the church because my parent is the preacher or the deacon or the pastor. So anything I say to them is either going to spread through the entire church like a wildfire or I'll never be able to show my face again or I'm afraid my father or my mother may use it in the pulpit. Miss Janice, you're their voice now because you've been there, you've done that, you've bared your own children. And now you can tell them, hey, look, I get it. I understand, but let me tell you something. There's a, the greatest thing my mother could have ever done for me was to tell me, you don't have to worship where I'm at. I just, I just want you in a place worshiping. That was the greatest thing my mother ever told me when it came to my spiritual path. Because I felt I had to be wherever she was. I had to do everything she did. And when she said that, she basically told me, no, you good. As long as you in a church, you don't have to be in my church. Jerome, there are children out there who don't have a father figure, who've never had a father figure, who every day look at other people, other kids, and we're like, man, and hear them and hear them complain. They hear them complain about their parents. And they don't have that parent. And they sitting here looking at them like, you dummy. I don't even have one. I wish I would have had a dad to pop me on the back of my butt and tell me to stop doing it. I wish I would have had a dad to teach me how to cut the grass. But see, that's where Uncle Jerome step in. Don't get me wrong, ladies. We can birth and we can nurture boys. But we cannot raise them. And that's where the Uncle Jerome's and the Otis's and the Jamal's and the Antoine's come in. We just have to step back and let our little men be raised by men. And have the judgment to understand or have the, the not the judgment, but the, what's the word I'm looking for, Grace? The discernment to know okay i don't need you no one in my child but you i'm gonna need you to cling to him like white on rice miss frida we all grow up i see you mr waller miss frida we all grow up with trauma not knowing that we have been traumatized miss adonia we all grow up wishing certain things from our parents Miss Sandra, we all grow up in some type of abuse and have no freaking clue we going through it. Keep going, Deanna. Keep going. You got me in tears. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, my God. Only to push that on our kids and on our significant. Y'all, excuse me. I told you it's been a hell of a morning for me, okay? <laughs> only to push that on our kids and push it on our significant others because we don't know each of your podcasts plants a seed 
to the healing of somebody you don't even know. How many people have been healed by Les Brown? How many people have been healed by Lisa Nichols? How many people have been healed by Oprah and they don't even know? How many times have you done a keynote and you sat there and somebody just came to you and said, thank you so much, you saved my life. That's the importance of you. Now, normally there's about 30 some odd people on this call and we're down to 19. And when I sat down and I turned on my camera, you know what I told myself? I was like, hmm. So these are the 19 that needed to hear this this morning. Because I needed to hear it. Which means we are all the same. In some shape, form, or fashion, every last one of us is going through something those people and those men and women in the prisons are going through. But we think we are all alone and we are not. Ms. Tawala, go ahead and ask Tawala, or she, I saw you raise your hand too. Um, you're so right, Deanna. Uh, can you hear me? I'm yeah. sorry, I'm at work. Uh, you're so right. Um, I had to raise two boys. But like I told him, I can't teach you how to be a man, but I can only show you what a man's supposed to look like and what and how a woman will receive you as being a, a man and how a man is supposed to raise their family. Because I told him, you got to provide, you got to protect, and you got to profess your love for your family and yourself. And it's going to be hard, you know, especially being a man of color in this community. But you know, they loved, They had other examples. They had my uncles, you know, they had my brother, they had, be it good or bad, they had uh, my cousins, and they, some of them showed them what way not to be and which way to be. But, you know, like I told them, the most thing that I could tell them, the best thing, advice I could ever give them was don't, don't lie to a woman, because she knows when you're lying anyway. And, <laughs> and so they would get mad, but I told them, don't lie. Don't lie to a woman. You know, tell the truth because a woman will accept it. Uh, she might be angry, but she appreciates it better. You know, and then I told them to make sure you take care of your family. You know, if it's whatever you choose in life to be. And so it's hard on them because, you know, the, uh, my son is 6'8", and he's real fair skinned. And the police just pulled a gun on him because they thought he was in the car. He was in the car with... um his girlfriend is of course of a darker tone as a black woman and so they put the gun on <laughs> they thought my son was white <laughs> he had a <laughs> and then they, 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 they go say so what so are you so you're saying you're black and he was like you're damn right i'm black and then then and he put me of course on speaker i said yeah he's black and he's got his mother on the phone and the man said, I said, but what does that got to do with why you put, why you got guns on them? You know, and so it, he took it, you know, my son has been dealing, he goes, he gets so many, for a black man, he deals with so much racism because of his height, being 6'8", and because of his color. But one thing he told me, you know what he told me? He said, mama, I'm so glad you raised me to be strong because sometimes I, I, sometimes it hurts, you know, sometimes I get tired, I get tired of fighting, but you know, that that's trauma, you know, that's trauma when you can't walk down your own street without people pulling guns on you, so 
that's an everyday occurrence for a lot of people, you know, the, the life. And, and so it's amazing to me how I'm so proud of all these men uh, because they, I didn't realize the kind of stuff that they went through till I started raising men. Yes, I'm a black woman and I go through a lot, but you know, they go through a lot too, you know? So I, and I didn't realize that. And I don't care if they choose to be with white women, whatever they choose with, they still gonna go through some kind of trauma, you know? And, and then it's hard to admit that you're supposed to be emotional. It's hard to admit that you had that. They teach us not to. They teach us if we cry, we're weak. And so, you know, like I say, to all the men on this call and all the women on this call, I'm, I've learned a lot, you know, and I'm learning every day and I'm still raising a young man. And I just want to thank you all because you all are making me stronger. Because right now, uh, sometimes I, I just get so overwhelmed and I start laughing because I think, hell, half the people that's in this family itself goes through more than I've ever could imagine. And here I'm feeling sorry for myself. So I had to wake up sometimes. And then I see Tonio and I see what he goes through and he has to still be strong. So then I'm thinking, hmm, yeah, I need to shut up and just deal with life and be thankful I'm alive to deal with it. So that's all I wanted to say. I just want to tell you, thank you, because um, that podcast was really powerful to me. And so um, that's kind of what I wanted to do uh, on that level. You know, just, you know, the nitty gritty, the real deal, you know, that to tell that, you know, all you see is negativity, but there are also some good things out there. So I, I tell them I like that. Thank you. You're very welcome. I will definitely let him know again. I'll definitely let him know. I'm gonna I'm a tell you um, something, Mr. Waller, that I learned the hard way. I understand what you just said, because I do the same thing. I look at what everybody else going through and I be like, girl, why are you tripping? This, this, every time Miss Sandra talk, I'd be like, girl, if you don't shut up and suck it up, because Miss Sandra done been through some stuff and you tripping. What you do is you invalidate your own emotions. I learned this the hard way, Mr. Walla, because I heard what you said. And I think I, my, th I got in trouble when I got in trouble, but my day flowed kind of crazy for that very reason for that very reason i'm gonna be transparent with y'all y'all know i don't do this often not this type of transparency i woke up overwhelmed and antonio was talking to me and instead of me communicating feeling overwhelmed i snapped at him because i was overwhelmed it had nothing to do with him but my overwhelmness came from, man, I'm overwhelmed about this. I'm overwhelmed about that. I need to talk to Antonio and let him know so he can help me. But he, but he has so much he's going through. I don't want to put anything extra on him. Only for me to put extra on him. And after I broke down to him, what happened? He was like, well, I can understand that. He said, we cool. In a matter of seconds. Because I invalidated my overwhelmedness, 
I held that emotion in and it festered into something else and I took it out on the closest person to me. Ms. Twala, don't invalidate your emotions. Acknowledge them because as much as you love your son, as much as you love the little boys you are raising, you may snap on them not even realizing it and thinking they shouldn't have did this, they shouldn't have did that, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But in all actuality, that's the emotion that you didn't validate and give attention to that's coming out on them. My son is seven. And when I tell you I watched myself take out frustration on him for him to turn around and I saw the pain and the worry in my seven-year-old's face. So much so to the point, and then I heard him say something softly but I really didn't, that, that, that kind that, 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 that one, that kind of, it, it pulls at you a different way because they genuinely did not. And I had to tell myself, you can't do that anymore. You're lashing out at him because you mad at something or you're overwhelmed or you, and we do the same thing to our husbands, our wives. We do it to our kids. The people closest to us is who gets it. So, Ms. Tawala, I thank you so much for everything you just said. And you are absolutely perfect. But I also want to tell you, my big sister, stop invalidating your emotions and acknowledge so you can be even greater than you already are. And I'm grateful you're here. I'm grateful all of y'all are here because it takes a lot to get up and get on a call at 8 a.m. I don't care what you're going through. You could, you could be in depression, low self-esteem, low self-image, frustrated, overwhelmed, just got in a fight and went to sleep with all that on you, wake up the next day and steal. And still show up. So I thank you, Ms. Tawala. I thank you so much. It is wonderful to see your lovely face. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Arshia. I'm glad you said that before I spoke, because I was just thinking, Deanna, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. This is your soft spot, your sweet spot. And when you talk like that, it makes my soul happy. And I just want to share with you guys, y'all don't even know how deep I was into ministry like this. Because um, I said, even though I, I specialize in the women, but healing, having clarification has no gender. No, I don't remember that, y'all. And I I'm going to say fortunately, because I'm grateful. Fortunately, I got to experience all of those painful things at the early age, from being a caregiver at eight years old. From, uh, I said I was a parent to my parents. You know, my daddy in the home had to go, and that's why I know by substance abuse, had to go and find my daddy because he was doing DWI drinking while intoxicated and we couldn't find him because the car was smashed up and I had to go searching with my mother as a kid 
No, yeah, I don't know about all that. Then when I was 25, finding out my biological daddy at 25, then I think, don't still don't know his age. <laughs> still don't know his age. When I met him, he was like, are you mad? Are you sad? I said, daddy, I'm grown. I live my life. What y'all did and the choices that y'all made, that's on y'all. My job is to get to know you and who you are. But I know that if I had a kid with a negative mindset, my daddy was sad. I said, come on, smile. And he met me now. And our relationship was like spiritual because I get to know who my kid is before he passed. He's open age, you know? And me having a spiritual background enabled, enabled me to maneuver through life. That's how I get to watch pattern and watch the things. Because sometimes if you see me laughing, it's not that I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing like I have an old spirit. Like, baby, I already been through that. You know, that's, that's what my grandmother raised me. So, and then working in group homes, being an advocate for the, the men that was in those group homes with disabilities, working in mental health hospitals, then working in the, working in the mental um, the medical records. God put me in places because he knew I was equipped. Working, being the youngest person in the ministry. Then having my own ministry, even though I don't call it ministry. So by us coming together as soldiers, I'm saying as soldiers, um, to go into different areas, it's going to pack and it's going to spread like wildflower, flower, uh, fire because we are equipping them while pulling something out of us. Because sometimes you awaken some things that's inside of us that you thought you released already. Oh. And for me, um, I'm excited because I get to do what God wants me to do but rapidly. Um, so if you see my head there, I'm, I'm at work. And I'm, I, I want to continue to tell you this again, Deanna, please, 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 please. Don't go back. Stay in your sweet spot. Because when you talk like this, you pull me out of something. This morning when I woke up, I was overwhelmed again, but I was like, our shit don't be like that. So I put some meditation on because I said, I am needed. I'm needed. You know, uh, um, there's a million dollar company and we got the markups. I'm needed. You understand? Well, every garment I've touched is going to bless a soul. It's going to bless a household. Every person I come in contact with, every person you come in contact with is reuniting and we're helping them remember what they're supposed to do. Because I was that person walking around like a zombie is going around day-to-day life and have to have oh, those in your head because you was in prison in your own mind so when you got to like I said when I met my father when I was 25 all those uh confusion everything was in alignment because I met my people I met who I am he's a business owner we own cemeteries so now I am needed Everybody on the call, you are needed. Put that age aside. You are needed. So that's why, since I've been through all of this stuff, I said God put me in the grave, a shadow grave, because I was afraid to speak. I was a, had a speech impediment. I couldn't read. I couldn't write. But God, I'm a walking testimony. So when you wake up every single day and you think you don't have everything, you are needed. You are equipped. 
guess what? If that's why I'm so passionate about this writing stuff because it took me a while. If you need help writing, we gonna figure it out. If you need help spelling, we gonna figure it out. Whatever you need, because it takes it takes some time. It takes some time to get all that stuff off of you. When you get all that stuff off of you, you don't want it back on you no more. You don't want nothing to disturb your peace. So everything that you're doing, you are needing your equipment. And if you're not equipped, God dang it, I know a God that can give it to you equipped. I know a God that can activate you. Okay? Because the heavenly realm is shaking because you are in existence. If you wasn't being on this call, being a square on this, this um, Zoom, the world wouldn't, wouldn't even be planted because you're not here. So just remember, you feel like you by yourself. You are needed. Thank you. Thank you very much, Arshia. Thank you for sharing with us, too. Thank you. Ms. Sandra, the floor is yours. Morning. Um, so I wanted to say a few things. <clears throat> One of the things I want to say is that I'm grateful to be on this call today because of everything that's transpired. To know that Antonio T. Smith Jr. thought enough of us to allow us to listen in and be a part of that transformational call to actually be able to be a witness of, it's just so dynamic. It, it, it literally was a lifeline call and nothing speaks volume like being able to hear someone get a breakthrough of knowing that someone is there for you and someone hears your cry. One of the most important things about where I sit is being able to let my children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, and all those that God allows me to come in contact with, to let them know that they are not alone and that it is not over. Abuse is such a tragic thing. And even in the place of being incarcerated, there is abuse. The same mindset develops because it's about being in bondage. It's about being in a place where you feel less than. It's about being in a place where you have to shut your mouth and do as someone else says. So to have that done today is just amazing. I'm so grateful. The experience was awesome. But I want to also say of how I appreciate my position. When you said, when you asked um, who has a podcast and 
Okay. And you're asking about um, who had a place. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> you good. You good, I'm sorry, forgive me. But um, as far as being able to have your voice and your gift put out there for people to know and to hear what and where you are sitting to be able to help them, to throw them a lifeline is awesome. And I appreciate that because it helps us to think, well, it helped me to think about why I am sitting where I'm sitting. One of the conversations that me and God had um, years and years and years ago was that in my growing up and being who I was, which was the one that was always doing the protecting of my sisters, uh, my cousins when they were around, all of that. So to be in a place where I'm able to know that I was being trained, to know that the scriptures come alive, and that is whatever the enemy means for your harm, God's gonna turn it around and make it for your good. So if you don't think about what you've been through in a sense of pity party, um, because that's what happens, the pity party, the woe is me, it takes over you and it pulls you down to a why me? And then it pulls you further down to a I don't wanna live. And then it pulls you further down. Instead of thinking on those things, Meditate on the fact that you were, what do you call that word? You were fortified mm. to go through these things in order to be able to uh, help someone else get through it that has not that fortification. A weak person or someone that is unable to even process what's going on with them or to them, they need your help. And I'm living this example because I've been put before you all. And it, it, it's, it's just amazing if we allow ourselves to think about the things that we have been through and look at it in a sense of why is this happening to me for whom do I need to give this to? And what is it that I need to get from this? And how am I to allow, align this in a way that will help someone else? Because that's actually what's happening. It's like a watch. And all the things that God has taught me about crystals, I had never known that they had to be implemented into not only phones, computers, and, and, and so many other working things that have to be implemented into <laughs> a system that allows the crystals to actually be a conduit for those things to actually work on a, on a what do you call, on a smooth surface. It's amazing. And to know that not only these things are coming to help us to do what we need to do, but to know that 
we are full of the minerals that are in those crystals. We're full of the zinc and the, what do you call that? Magnesium and all those other things that are so important to live. They sustain us. When Antonio T. Smith Jr. said about the trees and we going through, even though, even though they are giving us life, they have a purpose other than just giving us life. Because to think about them being cut down to provide something else for someone else to be able to function, to live a life that has to be lived in order for them to get through where they have to get through to. It's just amazing. And everything connects us all one to another. So to know that our podcasts are being implemented in a life of other people's lives so that they will be able to get it together and know that they are a light. They are crystals, they are diamonds, they are pieces of coal that have not been broken open yet to find mm. the importance in it. Because even in the process of having coal, it is a provision of heat that that heat gives what the body needs. It, it, it's amazing that when you look at the other side of what has happened to you, all of it is not for you. It is because you are fortified to help someone else to get through what they need to get through. If I remember right, it was Jacob that said that, you know, he, he, he needed God to fix his hip. Fix, fix it now, fix it. And God said, nah, 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 my grace is sufficient. To think about all of us who have gone through and who have been through trials, troubles, traumas and dramas, and still going through. To be able to look at it and know that his grace is sufficient and to understand that not only are we supposed to be learning from it, we are taking that we are walking libraries, we are walking universities, we are walking and talking testimonies that give life. And that's what God said. And that's what we have to depend on. And that's what we have to remember. Knowing that the abuse that I suffered one of the things that really tripped me out was that I would allow myself to be in such a predicament, but to know that God himself was working through it, to think about what he said about Job. Uh, 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 you, 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 you see my faithful servant? Have, have, you, have you noticed him? What side do you sit on? Because when Job went through it, he didn't know. He wasn't in the conversation with, with God and Satan. But he did his due diligence to prove that he relied on the life and the word that God had given him. Not what others were saying to him or about his God that he worshipped. So in knowing the other side of what this abuse had done to my life, 
when I came here, people were thinking that I was, woe is me. No, it wasn't woe is me. The joy of knowing that the truth was literally living in my life because he had already told me I was gonna meet a people. He's bringing me, it's okay, I got you. Just, just watch, just watch, just watch. <laughs> and then to see that thing unfold is amazing. But to know that the podcast, mm. that all of us have the responsibility of speaking up and, and getting out is helping that side of that puzzle to come forth and shine. And although it seems like it may not be coming through, trust and believe what an awesome day it is. When you complete your puzzle at whatever piece that you had, that last piece is put in place. What an awesome privilege it is to be able to shellack it and say, it shall not be moved for I am finished. God said that he is the author and finisher of our faith. And each podcast is a puzzle piece of that very thing. Because each podcast, however minute in the minds of anyone, it speaks volume to those who have no clue of what to do just like being here, living in a life where I knew what I am unable to do. Yet God said, I got you. Mm. I, got a, I got a window that you are going to be able to see clearly. Don't worry about your speaking. Don't worry about your sight. Don't worry about your hearing. Don't worry about any of that because I'm going to show you, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And each and every day we're being asked, do you trust me? Let me speak through you. Let me hear through you. Let me move through you. Let me pull in through you. So I'm, this is so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Sandra. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, Miss Sandra, I want to let you know, um, Miss Janice put in the chat, she said, it's so very nice for me to see you for the first time. Thank you. I just want to, to share that with you, Miss Sandra. I, I want and I bow to that. Thank you. You're quite yeah. welcome. See, Miss Janice, when Miss Sandra first got here, she we couldn't get her to turn her camera on for nothing. For nothing. We couldn't get her. And now, now. When she turned on the camera, we'd be like, come on, Miss Sandra, we're going to have a good one today. <laughs> it was good to see her, for real, the first time seeing her face. So, yeah, that was great. Miss Shelley. <laughs> all right now, all right now. It's <laughs> and I say to you, Miss Queen Janice, you continue to move forward, and I want you to understand that the podcast that you are creating is for you just as much as it is for the people that you are saving. For God never lies. He never lies. 
it is us, the people that think that we are above and that think that we could do without and to think that we can go about our life not mentioning him and not pulling him into where he belongs. When he said, draw close to me so that I would draw close to you. And even though those threads that have been attached to you feel as though they were attached to you to pull you apart, they were actually attached to you to cocoon you into the awesomeness that God is going to create. You will witness the unbirthing of that which he has fortified you for. No weapon, none. This is what he said. There is no weapon that has been put here on earth that is able to destroy you. Dust be your seat. You sit on a throne because he placed you there. And you look out and you see the, the table being set before you. For great is your name and he shall do to you what he has done to his son. He will glorify you that he be glorified. For you magnify him within your heart. For the enemy wanted you to separate yourself from him. So that you will not get this great privilege and blessing. Oh, but God, he is in your heart and he is in your mind. He is in your every being. And you know it and you feel it as you get up in the morning and your feet touch the floor. You thank him and you wake up with a praise in your heart only toward him that no one is able to take away. You stay there and remember that you have been, have been raised to say, not here, not here will you say, serve me. For I serve the one that is there for me and has heard me when no one else heard me. I serve the one that has reached down and held me in sleepless nights. I serve the one that has held me and said, well done, my faithful servant, in spite of. You continue to move forward. You continue to go forth. You continue to stand on the word and the promises of God for everything that you have gone through up until this point is for you just as much as it is for those you bring to him to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I appreciate hold that. It and hold it. Because it is yours. Joy is coming. For your morning has come. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Amen. I believe that. And he is so real in my life Amen. that I know that without him I would not be here. And I know oh, I have to I have to do what he's telling me to do and quit procrastinating. And I know this, I know this, thank I've you. I've seen you walk the floors. I've seen you walk the floors. Being torn, should I do or should I not do? I've seen you walk them. 
He had no need to walk them. Stand with your feet planted and know that you are chosen. You were first called and then you were chosen because you answered. And because you answered, all else follows. The blessing is on your life. Yes, you have an anointing because he said so, not because people said so. They recognize it. And before people recognize it, the enemy knew it. Yes. And he sought to destroy that very thing. Oh, no, 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 no. A diamond will cut glass easily. Yes, ma'am. That you are. So shine. Be not double-minded for a man that is double-minded can receive nothing. Yet you are supposed to receive all things. Amen? Yes, ma'am. That's right. So That's right. hold up your hands and say thank you. And right now while I have your attention, I want you to close your eyes. Put your hands to your side. And I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose. Blow it out through your mouth like a whistle. You feel the weight coming off? In through your nose. Out through your mouth like a whistle. Feel the weight coming off. And just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings to you, my sister. Love and mercy and grace I send to you. You got this. Thank you. You are in the right place. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Miss Sandra. Always. <laughs> I needed that too. Thank you. Miss Sandra has it. You're so very welcome. It's yours for the receiving. Yes, Miss Sandra. And he's telling me right now to tell you and don't shrink back. That's what he's telling me to tell you. Don't shrink back. Because you thought about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he's showing me. So yeah, no, don't do that. And it's not me, it's him. So yes, don't shrink back. Cause you got this. Lean not to your own understanding, but lean unto his. You've been waiting for this moment. This is what he's telling me, that you've been waiting for this moment. And now that it is here, go forth. Be not weary in well-doing. That's what he's giving me to give to you. You receive it? Yeah, I do. I receive it. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love, love, love. Thank you. Love you. Yeah, we we not gonna be on here too much longer, but Miss Sandra, for the longest, she, I told you, Miss Janice, she used to come on here. We couldn't get her to turn her mic on, uh, to, to to turn her camera on. And then she started talking, and one day, Antonio knew before any of us did. He just didn't say nothing. But one day she was talking to somebody. I was like, Miss Sandra, been hiding from us. <laughs> she been hiding. It's something Miss Sandra said that I want to tell everybody because I've had this conversation a couple of times, once with my grandmother who has passed away, but I do still speak to her. And then it was reiterated to me. 
And now I get why. Because Sandra just said it again, and I, I get it now. We are protected. Hear me. We are protected. We move in fear. Well, we don't move out of fear because we think we're exposed. But when you are doing what you were told to do, it comes with the protection. It started because I go visit my grandmother's grave quite often now. And there are times where I'm pulled to go see her. And there was a time I wasn't. And my chest got real tight. And I heard in my, I heard her voice, don't you ever do that again. There are in certain beliefs and in certain traditions, you don't walk into a cemetery without protecting your crown. And I didn't have protection. I didn't have a hair wrap. I didn't have anything to protect me, so I didn't go. And I heard loud and clear, don't you ever not do something because you don't think you're protected. I will always protect you. Later on, I understood that that wasn't my grandmother, but that was God using my grandmother to give me a message. And so I'm going to deliver that message to all of you. So great a crowd of witnesses. So great a crowd. The next step you take, know, trust, believe you are protected. Every fear that you have is not your battle. You are protected from that fear because you're walking in the direction you're supposed to be in. You are walking in the path that you were ordained by God to walk. Jerome, have no fear when you take that step and do this podcast and talk to those kids because you're protected. Miss Janice, have no fear because the moment you hit record, you're protected. Miss Sandra already know, I don't even have to tell her. She knows she's protected. <laughs> Miss Tawala, you are protected. Have no fear. The next step you make will be in peace. I don't even, I ain't even got nothing for you, Arshia, because you just, you just go. You, you just do it. You don't care because you know, you like Miss Sandra, you already know. You just going to do. When you've been through so much stuff, you have to fight through stuff. You don't, you have a sense of knowing you don't care anymore. And when you know it's not for you, you don't have anything to prove. When you show up, you show out. You don't need anything because God is going to walk before you. Come on now. Because I might be short, but guess what? Every angel that I touch and communicate with, is above seven feet tall and they always surrounded me and they always look down and I'm protected. I communicate and I'm saying this now. Deanna, me and you are connected for a reason. I didn't say anything, but that's why I said continue to talk, speak, 
do meditate, do herbs, grow, do all of that. Because I was waiting to this moment to tell you this. Don't put your gifts to the side because you think that's not the season, that's not the time. You have to keep doing it, walk through it. Even though you might be scared, you don't know how this functionality works, you are equipped. You are a, equipped for the job. I just want to say that. Thank you. I know when the Holy Spirit says, shut up. <laughs> I wish you could. I wish I should. Grace, you protect it. No matter what you do, just take a step. Just take a step. That's all yes, it takes. Yes, ma'am. Frida walked out on faith. She got a whole compound. She has walked out on faith. Tyrell, he has walked out on faith. Miss Shelley, Miss Shelley knows she. Miss Shelley knows she protected too. She knows. Miss Brenda, you do too. We all question it, but you know too. Monica is on a whole nother plane. I can't begin to tell y'all. And and I didn't not y'all want what Monica got. And and not in that way, but she, if you ever sit in a room with Monica, you instantly just feel at peace. You instantly go into relax mode because around her, that's the energy she has. She she'll walk. I bet you she can walk in the room and anybody in that room that's feeling a certain kind of way. The moment they interact with her, they're like, oh, okay, and they forget about everything else. Dolores is in her gift. A lot of opposite shows up for Dolores. Yeah, her and the babies. <laughs> a lot of opposite shows up for Dolores. But Dolores is in her gift. Miss Shelly, I don't know why, but I want to call you Ain't Shelly so bad. I don't know why. I just want to call you Ain't Shelly. Feel free. You deserve You, you earn it. Call me whatever you like. It's the definition I, told, uh, she, I wanted to call her Ladybug. <laughs> Queen Ladybug. And I told her what's the name I call my daughter, Ladybug. Mm-hmm. And I got her name in my phone, Ladybug. There you go. Call me whatever you like, Miss Dion. Thank you, Aunt Shelly. Jamal. Jamal is the brother everybody needs. He ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing for you. But he know he protected too. He take a step every day, not in fear. He take a step like, man, I got this. Y'all going on over there. Leave me alone. I got this. I'm I'm gonna get to know AL. I like I like the name. Uh, it's it's like <laughs> I love the name. It, it you purposely have to be joyful when you say AO, because it only brings that. And Antoine, that's what it means, joy. Huh? Come on. <laughs> joy. Come through yeah. now. Come through. <laughs> and Antoine, Antoine, y'all gotta watch Antoine. Antoine is he's the one. He know he protected and he moves in silence. So if you ever want to know what Antoine doing, just watch and he will show you. But I want all of y'all to know you protected. 
no matter what you do, you protect it. We have a tendency because we're not, we are in survival mode at all times. We are in survival mode at all times. Now it's time to move outer survival mode into trusting mode. Trust your God. When he tells you, you are protected, you are protected. So take that step. Move forward. Don't worry about what's going to come your way. Because the opposite has to show up. Those family members have to come to you and tell you how wrong you are. Those customers have to come to you and say they want a refund. Your friends have to come to you and do that. You know, it was good, but that has to happen. The opposite has to show up because if the opposite didn't show up, you wouldn't know if you was on the right path. Even the, the opposite showed up for Jesus. What you, what you do you honestly think it's not going to show up for you? It took me a long time to figure out, to figure that out. We hear about the the miracles and the blessings and and everything from Jesus, but we never sit back and actually read in between the lines. He sat there. He he went forty days, forty nights. But you, did you did you forget about the conversation he had with the serpent with with, with the devil that came to him? Like you 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 Jesus gonna do that? Do you know how much you have to trust your God to not fall into your ego? Oh, it's a lot. Trust me, it's a lot. You are protected. Just like they say, if you don't have haters, then you're not doing you're not doing well. If Come you on, don't man. have no haters, then you you're not doing well at all. There you go. You must have haters. Then you know, like you said, you're on the right path because they hating. <laughs> so if you it's have no haters, so then you are not on the right path. <laughs> there you go. It's all part of what what he what God said. I am preparing a table for you before your enemies. It's there you the go. truth. There you go. And people have to fall off. If I remember, Uncle Jerome, help me make sure I got this right. He sent, was it Abraham he sent? And he told Abraham, wherever you, wherever, wherever you can see is yours. Yeah, wherever you put your feet. And he yours. was supposed to, right. And he was supposed to go by himself, right? He wasn't supposed he to. Was take supposed, yep. Get and out of here. Leave, and, leave him and go. But yep. he took somebody with him, right? Well, he had, I mean, he had his regular family, but he wasn't supposed to bring anybody else. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, and he what? didn't tell him. Yeah, he, he didn't tell him where he was going. Lot. He brought he his cousin Lot or something mm -hmm. with him. He yeah. was supposed to bring. Him. I think it was Lot. Yes, his nephew Lot. And he wasn't supposed to bring him. Guess what? When the opposite occurs and these people start coming at you, that's because you weren't supposed to bring them. Oops. You weren't supposed to bring it, y'all. Give me one second. This is Mr. Antonio calling me. But what I'm going to do, okay, Grace, if you can go ahead and make that announcement, we're going to close it out. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank all of y'all. I love y'all so much.
appreciate it. I love all y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Thank you. Announce. Good morning, Dad. Thank you. Thank you. So powerful. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, one more time, if you all want to uh, get the full moon event, uh, get the full moon event again. Uh, it's seventy-two dollars. I'll put uh, Antonio's cash app out there. Um, and if you have any questions, text myself, text Deanna. Um, if you text me, I'm gonna text Deanna because I don't know the answers, but <laughs> I'm here to help. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll put the cash app out there again. Uh, for more event, $72, dollar sign, D-A-T-S-J, okay, so, um, oh, okay, so Ms. Janice, it's, hold on, and it's, with the full moon, it's, uh, it's a time to get quiet, reflect, and celebrate, and, um, you know, Miss Janice, I'm gonna I'm gonna email you all the stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna email you everything, <laughs> uh, what it is, and um, but um, in in this event, you can you'll get guided meditations, so connecting journaling, healing discussion circle, and cleansing breath work. And he says you're gonna need some paper and something to write with, or if you use digital notes, <clears throat> but make sure you're in a quiet, tidy space where you can relax and connect with yourself. So, um. Yeah, Ms. Janice, I will email all this information to you. And uh, if, if anyone else wants, oh, okay, Ayo, I'll email it to you too. <laughs> but if you want to uh, participate in this event, that's the cash app I put in the, the chat that you can send the $72 to, and we will get the details on when it is and let you all know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I will check to see if we're having uh, those of us who are part of uh, the Bureau of Influential Individuals. I'll check to see if we have, you've got five minutes this evening. We won't have Pain 2020 today because it's Prophet Jerry's birthday. And so they're, they're going to be uh, out celebrating for that. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have a great day. Uh, love you all. You can play it better. You can dominate. Y'all take care. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. Love you.